We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the up. I guess Welcome even back, back Jack then, you in for John Marks on this Thursday afternoon. Ike. The day mm-hmm. Wilt Chamberlain allegedly scored 100 points. March 2nd, 1962. <laughs> Out there in Hershey, PA, with no cameras watching, but yeah, nevertheless, nevertheless. I got a piece of the floor, though. <laughs> sure, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> a nice tall tale. Uh, so I want to mix in some fills because I do every day at three thirty. Uh, we do a little thing called Philly's Fever, and you know I don't know how many times I'm gonna get the chance to to do this whole thing. So I figured I might as well come up with the five things I believe about this Phillies team, like. Sounds good to me. I gotta be honest. They're pretty positive. <laughs> I'm, yeah, pretty, I, I wouldn't expect anything else. I don't know if people know me very well, but, you know. Yeah. Pretty high on this on the, on the Phillies and, and mm-hmm. where they're going. So, uh, they got smoked today duh, by the Red Sox. And a couple of the guys who I think, you know, could be good down the road got lit up. But I'm not letting that deter me from what I think is going to be a really good year. Here are the five things, like that I believe uh, about this Phillies team. Number one, and I'm going to start this off by admitting I was wrong. And that doesn't happen very often with baseball. But um, I had this idea of you sign Trey Turner, and you're not signing a leadoff hitter. You're signing a great player. And you put Schwarber – when Harper comes back, it goes Schwarber, Turner, Harper, and that's your one, two, three. And, and it, whatever gives you the best chance to go up one nothing. Mm-hmm. But just in watching Trey Turner so far this spring training, the guy is freaking electric. He is such a difference maker when it comes to – what he does on a baseball field. And Bryce Harper is is box office. Bryce Harper is an offensive guy. Trey Turner is a better <laughs> player. He is a better player all around. And what he does wow. when he gets on the when with him batting first. And what I what I like the most about it is hopefully he gets on, obviously that's the goal. Mm-hmm. He gets on first base. And if you have Schwarber batting two, which Rob Thompson said the other day is probably going to be what happens. Turner one, Schwarber two. The pitcher has to think about Trey Turner stealing a base. And the last thing you want is him getting on second base with no outs in the first inning. So what is a pitcher going to do? Throw fastballs. He's going to start pumping fastballs. Mm-hmm. What does Kyle Schwarber do? Oh, whoo. He deposits those things in right field. He sure does. <laughs> so I've, I've started to have this vision. I've started to have this dream of a, 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 a lot of times this year, Turner gets on first base. He's in the pitcher's head already. Mm-hmm. Pitcher's already sweating. And, he, and Kyle Schwarber with whoever behind him, eventually Bryce Harper, but at the beginning, you know, Hoskins, JT, JT right. Casty, mm-hmm. 
him just getting these fastballs and just putting on a freaking show. So the first thing I believe about this Phillies team is that Trey Turner should hit leadoff. Okay. We've got no disagreement with me there. I uh, I love the idea of him being there for the exact same reasons you brought there. I just think the energy at the top of the lineup, the excitement there. Now, you certainly had that with Schwarber. It was more in a boom or bust sort of excitement yep. feeling when Schwarber was up to up to bat, especially to lead off with Turner. You're going to get a little bit of everything. You're going to get a little bit of everything. And like you said, once he's on the base pads, um, he's going to wreak havoc. And he's he, – He's one of those guys, like, his speed is noticeable. Well, he glides. Yeah. Like, he's one of those guys where he's so fast, it looks like he's gliding. Yeah. It reminds me of the the uh, airport escalators. You know the things? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know exactly well, what you're talking about. By the way, a quick tangent. Why do people walk when they get on those things? The point is to go and not have to walk. Get off and go to the left I'm, and walk if you're going to walk. Got to admit, I'm I'm probably guilty of walking at times. There, now, there, there are times where I, I won't walk, but – I think if I got people behind me, I think I keep it moving. All right. Yeah. I just – Yeah, was, I'm with you, though. You get it on the thing to not have to walk. Yeah. You would be still putting the effort out there <laughs> for it. But, but Turner's like one of those guys, man, where you just yeah. – it's like Deshaun. I mean, when Deshaun was running – That's a good example. It was yeah. just like that's different. Yep. It never looked like he was moving that – like his legs never looked like they were moving that fast. No, you're but right. it was like bang, he's yep. down the field. Uh, the second thing I believe, Ike, is that Alec Bohm has taken that leap this year. You know, he has for the last couple of years been this guy – I mean, he had, like, what, 13 home runs last mm-hmm. year? Always good bat-to-ball skills, but it was a lot of slap hits. It was a yes. lot of, uh, let me just, you know, hit nothing, the – Nothing worse than a 6-5 slap hit. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> no. uh, like, I, I respect Derek Jeter, but he was essentially <laughs> Derek Jeter at third base. And, and, and if he has 3,000 hits, whatever. But if you've watched him so far in spring training, first off, he definitely looks like he's bulked up, and that's massive. Uh, he's either turning into a man or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Hugh was basically accusing him of taking steroids. We take it. If it ends in a World Series championship, do whatever it takes. Whatever like, it takes. I'm like, speaking of takes, way to come back with takes, Hugh. Yeah, he's accusing me with the wolf thing. Um, allegedly, yeah, with the, with the, with the steroids. Just yeah, it's allegedly. Um, just joking. Yeah. So, but if you look at the swing, it, it, it looks much more fluid, looks much more powerful, looks like he's looking to do damage. And the biggest thing I've noticed with, with Bohm so far this year, Ike, mm-hmm. is that he's just way more confident. And I think – him doing the whole I bleeping hate this place and then getting a standing ovation the next night, I think that was the best thing that could have happened to him because, because he, he got the confidence or he got the you know, approval from the city. In right, a, a, right. And how he, you know, he went through the postseason, he's shotgunning beers with his shirt off. You know, that, that's just guys being guys. And, he's a Philly guy. Yeah, he's a Philly guy. So I think Alec Bohm takes a, a, a good leap forward this year. 280, 20-plus homers. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, he does that. We really are winning 93 games. 280, 20-plus homers where I'm at with Alec Baum. So yeah. The, th- the third thing I believe about this, this Phillies team this year, Ike, is that Zach Wheeler is getting right back into Cy Young contention. Last year, he, he missed some time in the middle of the season, pitched about 170 innings. The year before, he, f- he finished runner-up. I think he looks better. From the, even when his first year here, where I thought he was ridiculous, and the thing that that has changed with Zach Wheeler is mm-hmm. first heading into this spring training, he's healthy. Last year, I, I forgot he came into it with a little bit of a shoulder problem. Now that's kind of out of the way. But the weird part about Wheeler is, as good as he was, his second day was always here. It was going to land. 
That new pitch he's throwing. Slurve. He, uh, sweeper. Sweeper, I'm this sorry. Is, I'm not sure the difference. They're kind of doing the same thing, but the sweeper is the hot term. Um, he's able to throw it, I think, for more strikes. So if you get a fastball up at 97, which is very easy, with that pitch of breaking ball, they can actually get over for a strike. Right. Coupled with the changeup that I think is, is, is something different for hitters to look at. Zach Wheeler gets back to being, and he was great last year, but gets back to being in the upper echelon of the NL. Well, you've already projected three things, or two things, and I'll take out the Trey Turner at the top of the lineup um, because we're in agreement with that. But you put together two other things there. You got Zach Wheeler and Alec Bohm, man. What are we winning, 100 games this year? We're getting there. Yeah, say, what else you got left on this uh, list? 95. <laughs> I'm, I'm at about 95 as of, as of this morning. Okay. The fourth thing I got is I do believe in the Nick Castellanos bounce back. Here we go. I believe in the Castellanos bounce back. He's laying off sliders away in in, in spring training already, which is, you know, making me happy. Uh, uh, Kevin Long's moving him closer to the plate. He's he's getting it, so so it's easier for him to reach that outside pitch when he does. He's using a 31-inch bat to kind of train his his ability to go the other way. Uh, Nick Castellanos. I'm not saying he's going to get back to the 309, 34 okay, home that, run well, That's what I was getting ready to ask. What are we talking about here? I'm, I'm putting him about the same as Bone, 280-ish okay. and 20-plus homers. But I'll take that. that is such a different player. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, he was freaking, <laughs> oh, my God, just the worst. Yeah. He yeah, was the I'll, worst last I'll year. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take 280. Hell, I'll definitely take the 280. You give me 20-plus home runs. Okay. Yeah. And and, okay. and I, I just – he seems like he's in a better headspace than he was and, last year. And and, I'll and, take that. And those aren't crazy numbers. Listen, you paid him to, to hit. Yeah. He, yeah. he better be able to put up 280 and 20 homers. Yeah. I'm not, like, just out here giving scorching hot takes. <laughs> like, we paid you for that for that kind of production. Yeah. Go do it. Um, it's going to be interesting, you know. And, and it seems like for a guy that had as bad of a year as he did last year, it doesn't seem like the city's, like, completely out on him. Whereas usually if a, play, a big name free agent comes in, they're like, ah, he's a bum, overrated, overpaid. Yeah, and, and here, here's what I want to see with him, much like Alec Bohm last year, although we saw it almost immediately with Alec um, after what happened with the three um, eras and the, the words that he uttered. <laughs> um, he responded well. Yes. I want to see how Castellanos responds to last year, the negative energy surrounding him, prior to the run in the postseason with with the city. Like the city can be hard on you if if you if you thumb your nose up at them mm-hmm. when they're trying to make you better. Doc. Right? They can definitely be hard on you from that standpoint. But if you're willing to at least acknowledge your struggles from a year ago and we can eat, we can see the changes that you've made. You you've already said you you noticed some things that he's changing. He'll get the support to start off, and how do you respond to that? So, in other words, don't come out so tense, so anxious to to want to do well and worried about the reaction of the fans. You're on a good ball club. You you guys seem like you, you, you like each other. There's a lot of fun being had with, with everybody, a lot of good team camaraderie. Use that energy to sort of lift you as opposed to – feeling like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders and you need to go out there and hit a home run every time you're at the plate. Listen, he's got help. Exactly. You got you you got help. You went out, you signed Trey Turner. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's pressure when Harper is out. You know, last year they survived mm-hmm. without him. And people are expecting them to survive without him. Yeah. They went 32 and 20. We saw how you can play. Yep. Um, so, you know, he but he has help. He has JT. He has Boehm. He has uh Hoskins. He has Schwarber. He has Turner. It's not all it's on, not all like, on. Like honestly, you. a Castellanos bounce back 280, 20 plus home run, it's gravy. Man. 
That is gravy at this And point. it's great gravy. It's that, that's some good gravy right there. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you Now, can... our, our gravy, not the red sauce nonsense yeah, not the, that yeah. people try to throw out there. <laughs> yeah. Gravy is brown, and it is, belongs on turkey and mashed potatoes. Yes. It's not so it, – no gravy is red. Yeah. Not what Angelo uses on his <laughs> pasta. Yeah, gravy and pasta. Yeah. Turkey, yeah. which is not a top five meat. Yeah, which I've uh, – uh, a yeah, big yeah. omission to the top five <laughs> yesterday. Really, I just wanted to argue about pigs and cows. That was my, my, only, my only goal with that yeah. was that. But my final thing here, Ike – What you got? And I've tried to fight it. I really have because I know my reputation in the city. Is oh oh you blind faith the Phillies Phillies guy whatever yeah I think they're going back ah! I think they're going back I just I love everything you see down there what, to the World Series I think they're going back to the World Series <laughs> I think they're going back I'm not saying win it I'm not saying well win that's winning if we're gonna get there listen there's a lot of good baseball teams <laughs> out there but where they're at everything is down every they're talking about two more wins it's all right. they, they all. The vibes are great with the players. They all get along. Schwarber, I think, is – They like the manager. They like the manager. Uh, and, boy, he's talking about, like, four hours of hell was what coming to CBP was like last year. Right. Get that on a T-shirt. Let this city kind of galvanize around that message. Um, you know, I don't think Schwarber is the is, – is obviously not the best player, mm-hmm. but I think he's the most important. And I think he is the guy that, that brings everything together. And I, I just – you look at the talent on the pitching staff, whatever Painter gives you, hopefully mm. it's special. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yesterday was like, yeah, it's good, but, you know, can I, you know, count on that for an entire season? Mm-hmm. They're going to have to uh, be careful with his innings. The bullpen is just is just much improved with, with the stuff they've added back there. And the offense, I think, is just going to mash. So I know we've had the take of the last couple of years of the, the lineup being better than the 08 Phillies. This year might be that year. Yeah, this might be the year for it, especially once they get a healthy Bryce Harper back in the lineup. Um, I won't go World Series with you. Uh, I certainly believe they're back in the postseason. Yeah. I, I certainly believe they're back in the postseason. And um, I, I don't necessarily want to use the same um, path on 80, road. 87 wins. You know? Yeah, and, and trying to be hot at the end of the year. But it does matter that you're playing your best baseball late in the year. Yep. Like, that does matter. And, and as much as we're going to enjoy the regular season and watching this team play, the second half is when the real season kicks off and this team makes that stretch run to get into the postseason. Because you're right, when you even look at the guys they added to the bullpen and, and you get something out of the back end of your rotation, you're looking at a deep baseball team yeah. that plays with confidence. They, they already know anything is possible. They proved that last year, exactly. which I think makes them an even tougher out whomever they face, because they're never going to give up. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a long time since we've had legitimate excitement about this team early in the year. The one thing that's going to be different uh, between this year and last year, it's going to be really hard to recreate the magic of this run. Like, the magic of this run was – Oh, no, Like, yeah. the expectations are yes. so much different. Like, yes. If they, lose, if they lose in the wild card or if they lose in the divisional round this upcoming year, I think the city's crushed. Yes. Whereas last ah. year, as, as long when they – when they got past the Cardinals, it was gravy. Yep. When they got past the Cardinals, we get a home playoff game. Great. This has already been an awesome season. Um, so I can't wait. Exactly four weeks, Ike, to opening day. Yeah, baseball is back. Yeah, it's baby month for me. It's, it's, <laughs> There's a lot going on in it's, March. It's, it's, it's a big month for your boy over here. <laughs> 215-592-9494 if you want to get in on the fills like Jimmy in Ben Salem wants to do. What's happening, Jimmy? What's going on, Jack? What's going on, Ike? How you guys doing today? What's up, Jimmy? Um, so you actually took the words right out of my mouth, um, Jack. So I think it was Gilio today on the midday show. Another uh, hater. Not, hater. Yeah, he's not very <laughs> confident in the season. 
But I guess I want to get your guys' take on, well, what would a definition of a failure of a season be? Like, I'm not expecting them to go back to the World Series, but I definitely expect them to at least make the playoffs. Like, where in the playoffs is, like, they have to make it or this was a waste. And also, uh, I'm a Penn State fan. And uh, let me just say, yeah, I'm sorry, too, because James Franklin is an ass. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I I was a student. I just graduated. And I can tell you, like, the day that we signed him to a 10-year extension, like, half of campus was completely upset. So (laughs) Sounds like a positive experience. Sounds like a positive experience. Uh, Jimmy, we'll get to your call. Um, What do you think about that, Ike? What would be a a failure of a season for you? Obviously, not making the playoffs is Correct. a disaster. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I, you got to win a round, man. Uh, you know, from what they did last year, and this is obviously right now a better team. Yeah. You got to win me at least one series. Yeah. Well, and they are better than last year's team, which yeah. is funny. It yeah. doesn't always work that way. The <laughs> team gets better after going to the World Series. The, the Eagles can't relate to that. But um, we'll see. I, obviously, missing the playoffs is a, er, it would be a disaster. The one thing is, is that, man, the the NL is is loaded. I mean, yes. The 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 NL East has three realistic options for 100 wins. I mean, the the Mets and Braves got there last year. The Phillies yeah. made the World Series, mm-hmm. you know, and they all got kind of better. Yeah. The Centrals, the Cardinals, whatever, they're fine. The Eagles, the Phillies own them. And then the West, you'll have the the Padres and Dodgers. Yep. Um, and you know, Dodgers lost their starting short, shortstop the other day for the year. They already lost Trey Turner, so we'll see what they are this year. I mean, they'll probably still be really good because they're the Dodgers, but. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think I think this National League comes down to the National League East. Yep. One of these three teams will be representing the, the NL in the World Series. It's like the 90s NFC East. Over yeah. There. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the Twitter question brought to you by Marks Jewelers. Looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit Marks-Jewelers.com. Do you trust Howie Roseman heading into this offseason? 91% of voters like – Still ah, buying it. I'm not. Howie. I'm not changing anyone's mind over here, which no. which, which hurts my feelings. Guy's but a genius. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's totally fine. <laughs> this, this is what he does. He's so great at sustaining. Let's go to Chris in D.C. What's happening, Chris? Uh, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Of What's up? Chris? What do you got, man? Uh, so, couple points, but um, I, so same way Howie like got a lot of free agents last year. I think. What he's going to do is he's going to draft a whole bunch of players on the defensive side. And I think since we were so good this year, I believe some free agents are going to want to come play on defense and, and play with Jalen. So I think he might pick up a whole bunch of uh, draft picks, some young guys, and then uh, any spot that he sees a free agent that's like a veteran will come in and kind of start in front of them. Kind of the same thing he did with Stu and all them. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to get you guys feel on that if you think he's going to go that route or – you know, kind of, kind of all of this to make another push at the Super Bowl, like kind of do it all over again in a sense. That's why I trust him because he did it this past year. Yeah, and and and, and he doesn't have a problem with dipping dipping into the veteran pool, no. right? So you know, if they can't if they can't make enough moves on draft day to acquire more of those mid round draft picks, because the seventh round picks are crapshoots, right? So I would imagine they they would rather have two two fifth-round draft picks, and have no seventh-round draft picks, yep. right? So you get at least two picks of the top 240 players, 200 players, as opposed to looking at those guys that are closer to being undrafted free agents in the bottom. I say that to say they can only address so many positions with the draft. Five draft picks right now? Yep. Five draft picks we have, and three of them are in the first two rounds. Um, 
Then you wait till June 1st, and you see what free agents haven't signed with a team that are looking for a roster. It gets close to training camp. These guys are a little more have a little more urgency to just get on a roster if you're a veteran versus being left out there with no team. So that's where the Eagles jumped in on James Bradbury last year. Yep. Steve Steve Nelson the year before. Like they one one of those was, was right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Can't even believe I brought up Steve yeah, Nelson. That's a, that's a yeah, but, but but that that that's where they add those pieces to fill in on the rest of the defense. Yeah. Now the one thing that I think is gonna be interesting, Ike, is that thirtieth pick. Uh, I know you have the extra fifth-year option if you draft a guy there. Mm-hmm. But if you're Howie and you don't have all the picks and, and essentially you have a set, two seventh-round picks, which is essentially not even draft picks, I wonder if he's able to pull off what he did in 2018 with the or yeah the Goddard trade, mm-hmm. which was the Ravens sent the 52nd pick, the 125th pick, and a 2019 or a, a 2019 second-round pick ought to go up and get Lamar Jackson, which yeah. obviously worked out pretty well for them. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's able to move back and, and, and accumulate more picks, or would you rather stay at 30 if, if B. John Robinson is there or whatever? Mm-hmm. That's going to be something he's going to have to decide on, on draft day, where it's like, do I want to get more kind of lottery tickets or emphasize that fifth-year option and keep the 30th pick? Yeah, and I want the Gibbs kid out of Alabama. Uh, I ain't got no problem with Robinson. I just don't know if he'll be there. I think Gibbs – Jameer Gibbs will be there late in the draft uh, at the running back position. But to your point, um, yeah, if you're going to give me two more picks in a later round. Especially with the J- I mean, the Jalen contracts coming. Yeah. We talked about that. And you need more players on defense. Yeah. Like, like I, I just, as much as I want the running back, I'm like, man, we're missing like seven well, starters also, on like, defense. There's so many good free agent running backs. Yeah. If you really want to. And then nothing. Yeah. None of these guys are signing for a ton of money. Nope. Like, it's it's not happening. They might even be able to bring back Miles. Miles could be back here, yeah. I was going to say, even a guy like T.J. Edwards or Marcus Epps, if they don't find a deal out there they're looking for, they could be back on a one-year deal. Well, and the other thing that hasn't really been talked about, I don't think, is that the cap's going up by $16 million. Mm-hmm. So they have that extra money. If they don't pay Jalen anything on this year's on this year's that gets spread it to somebody else, yeah. They could, you know, kind of load it all up w- with these kind of guys. Yep. Uh, let's go back to the phones. John's in Lancaster. What's happening, John? Oh, hey guys, happy Thursday. What's up, hey, John? Uh, not sure what I'm adding here, but uh, you know, I've been thinking awesome. a lot about you know Zach Wheeler and how, <laughs> how important he is, and just how sweet that signing was of Zach Wheeler. Because there's been a lot of signings by all of our sports teams over the year. That turned out okay. And when they went to sign Zach Wheeler, I remember thinking, what do the Mets know that the Phillies don't know? Yep. It turns out it was yep. absolutely nothing. <laughs> so I think this guy's one of the most underrated pitchers in the major leagues. I agree. And if you need, if I need a guy to fight in game seven, I give it to him. The guy's got ice in his veins. Well, what about game six? I, when he's, when he's, I, when he's I, dominating I, and the manager pulls him. Oh, come absolutely. on, man. Pitch, pitch him every game. Anyway, I just yeah, that's think a good idea. It, to me it's just so sweet because it's the Mets that we at. You know, he could have signed anywhere, obviously, but he signed with us. Well, and I, I remember having reservations, but I'm not sure what my reservations were about Zach Wheeler. Well, I, and I and I appreciate the call, John. Uh, the funniest part about Zach Wheeler, he this is a time when the Phillies were like kind of archaic. Yes, yeah, but. He signed here apparently because of the Phillies uh, analytics department. So there's there's wow. there's a win for analytics, even though they didn't really know what they were doing with them at that point. <laughs> I, one one uh, a member of this show said, "What dumb team is going to give Zach Wheeler a hundred million? 
was me. Yeah, it was me. Really? But, yeah. Well, because it's like he was so inconsistent and yeah. he was hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, your stuff's great, but do you have it in between the years? Like, we've seen a million of these guys that throw 100, but they, have no, they don't have it mentally. No, nah, nah, he, he, the last caller was so right. Um, it's rare that these guys work out, man, especially here. Yeah. And with the Phillies, right? The Sixers never get the guy right, but with the Phillies also, right? Um, and to have Zach Willer work out the way that he has worked out, it is pretty good. Wow. It's, I mean, from a pitching standpoint, you normally get a guy that's too old as he's past his prime. Yeah. I mean, we get Jake Arrieta. Listen, are we about to do a Matt Klintak Appreciation Day around here? No, hell no. No, we're not doing that. What a disaster. Two one five five nine two. I didn't even want to give him credit for that. No. We, but well, that was his signing, well, though, right? And, and Bryce. Damn, that's and, and right. He, that's big, big as he had the greatest offseason since Branch Rickey. That's and, right. That was the whole offseason. And he traded six though for uh, JT Romuto. JT Romuto. Jack had more to do with Bryce than Matt Clinton. Some people do say that, Ike. <laughs> some people do say that, including uh, Bryce himself, I'm sure. 215-592-9494. It's Jack Fritz in for Johnny Marks on this Thursday afternoon. On the other side, we'll get back to all of your calls in the Phillies. Harden, do you trust Howie? But also, we'll play a little stay or go with one eagle that I'm surprised is not talked about more with coming back and how the decision of one eagle could affect him. We'll get on that and uh, more of your calls coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.